What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mojo 5 0. Standing Ground is a production of Leahy Media. This is CNN Breaking News. Max Foster in London, following breaking news out of the city, uh, just into CNN, police are, have confirmed reports that WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange has been arrested at the Ecuadorian embassy in London after the Ecuadorian uh, government withdrew his asylum. They say he's been taken to custody uh, at a central London police station somewhere around here where he'll remain before being presented before Westminster Magistrates Court just down the road um, as soon as is possible. He was invited into the embassy, of course, by the ambassador following the Ecuadorian government's withdrawal um, of asylum. And we've just seen that the government here as well, Sajid Javid at the Home Office down the road, also confirming uh, the news and saying he's rightly facing justice. Uh, well, that obviously is the story of the week. The arrest of uh, Julian Assange, who is, as you know, well, basically the founder, uh, the brainchild, the big leaker. He takes big leaks. Er, who did a lot of people, a lot of damage, uh, released a lot of information surrounding national security, and also did a real number on the Clinton campaign, has been... Um, uh, they issued what's known as a capius. He was arrested, taken into custody uh, from the Ecuadorian embassy into custody by the UK. Whether he will come back to the United States is is now being worked out. Um, anyway, that being said, what's going to happen to him is one thing. But what I want to get into is what he's done and what others have done throughout the years, um, going back to the Pentagon Papers in the 1970s with Dan Ellsberg through Mr. Snowden and others, and how they're treated differently by different people. So it'll probably consume most of the first hour, and then we have many other things to get into uh, here on the program. You are listening to Mojo 5 Radio. I am Jeremy Leahy. My email, standingground1776 at gmail.com. That's standingground1776 at gmail.com. Or drop me a line at 508-479-9055. That's 508-479-9055. 
Welcome aboard. What you are about to see is bizarre, unsettling, and riveting. Welcome to Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy, a man whose intellect has never been challenged by any sane person. He's an outstanding intellect. His uh, remarks, I've watched his performance, I've watched his statements. Honestly, they've been totally brilliant. Hang on to your seats, your dog, your steering wheel, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, and yes, probably some Xanax. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. His popularity now unparalleled. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. It's time to drain the swamp. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Thoughtful, respectful, and understanding. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. And may God have mercy on your soul. Jeremy Leahy is on. Controversial, unprecedented, and unexpected. Intriguing, trustworthy, and brutally honest. You can't trust them. You can't trust them. Email Jeremy. Me now at standing ground 1776 at gmail.com. Politics, 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 politics. He jeopardizes my ability to effectively govern this student body. Informative, controversial, direct, and yes, often funny. Now, from Boston, Massachusetts, Jeremy Leahy, without that annoying fake Hollywood Kennedy accent. I was elected to clean up this town, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to get my hands dirty. Now, a man who admits he meddled, interfered, influenced the 2016 presidential election, and loved every minute of it. Supposedly, he's got a lawyer with $25,000 in a brown paper bag. You have to get on, we have to get on, we have so much time and so little to do. Strike that. Reverse it. Ladies and gentlemen, here's a guy who's been kicked around, enjoyed a few highs and a few lows, but now is on top of the world. Because only if you've been in the deepest valley can you ever know how magnificent it is to be on the highest mountain. A man with an agenda. The right one. Here's Jeremy Leahy. Oh, we love WikiLeaks. This WikiLeaks stuff is unbelievable. Mount. WikiLeaks, I love WikiLeaks. 33,000 emails. 33,000. But we'll talk about that in a minute. We have to go back to WikiLeaks. Oh, WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks also shows something I've been warning every everybody, everybody about for a long time. The media is simply an extension of Hillary Clinton's campaign. You saw it. You saw so many of the things. I'll tell you, this WikiLeaks stuff is unbelievable. It tells you the inner heart. You got to read it. They want to distract us from WikiLeaks. It's been amazing what's coming out on WikiLeaks. Oh, we love WikiLeaks. Boy, they have really WikiLeaks. They have revealed a lot. They've revealed that there's a great hostility toward Catholics. They've revealed that there's a great hostility toward evangelicals. I mean, this WikiLeaks is fascinating. Through the years when it comes to stuff like this, three names now stand out very much prima facie. And they are as follows. Daniel Ellsberg with the Pentagon Papers in the 1970s. Uh, Edward Snowden from, well, just a few years back, who 
leaked classified information, and then Julian Assange, who's now been apprehended. Well, only one of them out of those three, and there's been others, but those are the biggies. Out of those three, there was one who did what he should not have done, but was not a coward about it, and that was Daniel Ellsberg, who basically said, come to my house and arrest me. Daniel Ellsberg worked at the Pentagon. He was an agency officer, and he began staying late at night, Xeroxing classified information as it relates to the United States involvement in Indochina and handed it over to the Washington Times, and the Washington Times uh, released it, printed it, which is highly illegal, but no editor, uh, reporter, or anyone like that has ever gone to prison for releasing classified information. Why, I don't know. We'll never know the answer to that question. So, uh, where do I weigh in on this? Well, uh, I do believe in a free press, but I, don't, I, I mean, I don't know who all, I don't know who said it. Uh, the Constitution allows for a free press, but not always a responsible one. Now, when it comes to classified information, uh, it's where I draw the line. But this being a political show, we have to look at the political aspect of it. And that is what? The Democrats probably don't really care about uh, Mr. Assange's ability to leak classified information they're pissed off about what he was able to get on the Clinton campaign which had nothing to do with national security it was just wonderful great juicy stuff as you heard the president say there disparaging Catholics and Latinos and Cheryl Mills and Robbie Moog and Uma Abedin and emails about Hillary Clinton's brain damage and John Podesta on Mrs. Clinton's body odor it, it did that was only part of it thousands of emails that showed the intricacies, the inner workings of the bubble inside the Clinton campaign and the nasty things that they were saying about people. Uh, Got to go after those needy Latinos and making other things. Just to give an example, I wish I had them all in front of me, but Robbie Mook writing, what is her message? We don't have a campaign message. And this stuff this just came out in droves and droves and droves as the campaign, as Election Day approached closer. So that's what the Dems are really really concerned about now the arrest of of this man in london he was at the uh, ecuadorian embassy where he had sought asylum and ecuador basically gave up and said you can't have him <laughs> and turned him over and the i was going to play the cut of him coming out but the, the the quality is very bad he's holding a book by gore vidal and he's screaming resist 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 and he gets into a van you know what's strange it's odd um one moment My understanding is that he's barely 50. He's only like 47, 48 years old. He looks like he's in his 70s. He looks like a really old man. Now, it could be the stress of all this stuff, but it just, I I don't, hard to believe that he's 47. He doesn't look look it, or just maybe he's got some other issue going on. But anyway, all right, naturally, Mrs. Clinton weighed in on it. And I, I don't know how good the quality is here, but they were speaking at a forum. The, the Clintons have been having a very hard time getting um, selling tickets to their events. So I think they offer like, um, 
I don't know, like you give, uh, it's like $2 to get in the third row or something like that because people essentially are sick of them. But I did want to hear what Mrs. Clinton had to say about it because obviously she um, she realizes that this man did her a lot of damage. Thank God. And I loved that the Clinton WikiLeaks stuff was great. All right, so let's roll Mrs. Clinton's reaction to this. You have some familiarity with the work of Mr. Assange. Do, I do. Couldn't I do. happen to a nicer guy, is my view. Well, look, I, I think um, it, is a, uh, it is clear from the indictment that came out. It's not about uh, punishing journalism. It's about uh, assisting the hacking of the military computer to steal uh, information from uh, the United States government. And look, I, I, I'll wait and see uh, what happens with the charges and how uh, it proceeds. But, you know, he, he skipped bail in the UK. You know, Sweden had those charges which have been dropped um, in uh, the last several years. He, he screwed, but the bottom line he is you. Uh, he yeah. has to answer for what he ha- is, has done. What he did he to you. It's been charged. <laughs> I do think it's a little ironic that he may be the only uh, foreigner that uh, this administration would welcome to the United States. Hey. Hey, don't necessarily disagree with her there. Um, Yeah, bring him back. (laughs) I'd like to talk to this guy. Um, Of course, coming from Mrs. Clinton, that she's somebody who who, uh, realized that in, in many aspects... It, it, well, it was part of it, but in many aspects, this man did her campaign terrible, terrible damage. She believes in a free press, but she probably didn't believe in a free press when she picked up the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal and saw those emails um, being released, like uh, Uma Abedin sending a email to... <laughs> Cheryl Mills saying regarding HRC meeting tomorrow morning, Hillary Rodham Clinton, uh, make sure that you go over everything with her very carefully. She's often confused. I don't know if Hillary Clinton really uh, uh, screams and bestows the love of a free press when she picked up the paper and read that, alluding to the theory that Mrs. Clinton has uh, brain damage and as well as other issues going on that were going on inside the 2016 campaign. So that's really basically what it comes down to. Whether he'll come back, um, I don't know. You know, it really is a wait-and-see game with, with this guy. He has been in hiding for 10 years and has done a lot of governments and a lot of people a lot of damage. And then... From on the heels of that, we'll have to see what happens to Mr. Snowden, who I believe, I'm not sure, I believe is still in Russia of all places, or maybe he's been moved somewhere else. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But I often, and I know I've I've said this before on the program, I wonder what Mrs. Clinton would think of, of, of Julian Assange had he tapped into the Republican National Committee server and was able to expose embarrassing emails about the Trump campaign. Uh, she'd be jumping up and down uh, with joy. All right. Um, okay. Now, I have to tell you, uh, free press, which is in the First Amendment, right to free press, and then we have the Second Amendment, which is what? Right to bear 
arms. In this topsy-turvy world, a lot of people are going out, going to gun stores to purchase themselves a firearm, which is protected by the Second Amendment to the Constitution. All right? Adopted in 1791. Um, Well, guess what? You can do it online by going to Tar River Arms. Tar River Arms is America's first and most popular virtual gun store, making it easier and more comfortable than ever to purchase your firearm online. Modernizing online firearm sales to accommodate the online generation. And those who prefer brick and mortar experiences through 3D interactive experiences to view and inspect the gun you are purchasing. They have weekly specials that eliminate shipping and broker fees. You order, you pick up, no additional fees. Great guns, great prices, and great service. Veteran-owned and veteran-run. Go check them out. Tar River Arms. TarRiverArms.com. America's first and most popular online gun store. Tar River Arms. Go check them out today. Okay, this is Mojo Five O Radio. I am Jeremy Leahy. This is Standing Ground. My email is standingground1776 at gmail.com. That's standingground1776 at gmail.com. Or drop me a line at 508-479-9055. That's 508-479-9055. Um, okay, online magazine Politico uh, has written something very compelling. And I, I, it's very interesting when you when you think about the dichotomy between, you know, Edward Snowden, uh, this guy, and a free press that liberals often tout, which I don't necessarily disagree with the free press, but I believe that the press has a responsibility not to publish classified information. And like I alluded to earlier, no reporter, no editor has ever been prosecuted. I don't understand that. But anyway, um, interesting article I'd like to read to you. It says here, um, on the front, this comes to us once again via... Um, uh, political magazine uh, by Josh Gerstein and Matthew Choi. Um, this was actually a while back, um, but w- before his arrest. And the, and the title is that charges against Assange uh, could unsettle liberals, conservatives, and Trump. Apparent criminal charges against Julian Assange are thrusting the WikiLeaks founder back into American politics, a development that could create awkwardness across the political spectrum. Many liberals and civil rights activists have defended Assange as a journalist entitled to First Amendment protections. Conservatives have celebrated him for exposing Hillary Clinton's emails in 2016, and President Donald Trump, who declared his love for Assange's website during the 2016 contest, may have new concerns about whether the focus on Assange has a connection to special counsel Robert Mueller, Robert Mueller's Russia probe, which is already out. Now, just kind of note that in your brain because we're going to get into that for a second. Uh, for now, the details remain murky about what U.S. law Assange and Australian national uh, holdup in, in the London embassy has been charged with violating an unrelated federal court filing discovered late Thursday appears to have accidentally mentioned Assange, but doesn't explain whether the sealed charges deal with WikiLeaks publication of stolen Democratic documents to influence the 2016 U.S. presidential campaign or other matters that also triggered a notice from U.S. prosecutors. It is unclear if ever... The details about Assange will ever be made public. Still, Assange's reemergence at a time when Mueller has carefully studied how WikiLeaks obtained the Russian hack Democratic emails in 2016 
jumpstarts a debate over the fate of the Australian computer programmer. Okay, well, that article, like I said, coming out in just before the turn of the new year, well before the Mueller report has now been released and we got the bar letter and the Mueller report that we're going to see pretty soon, opens up a whole new can of worms because both sides have a lot of explaining to do. They, through the years, the left have always defended the free press, transparency, a right to know, that kind of thing. Now they're squirming. That's their side because they don't like what he did to Hillary Clinton. On the right, the Trump administration is, what do you think the left is going to do and spin this thing? Is they're going to try to establish some type of connection between Julian Assange and the Trump campaign? Now, as a legal matter, I got to watch my clock here. I'm getting tight on time here on the first break. If, say, for instance, the the Trump campaign was in communication with this guy and this guy was tipping them off about certain timing of release of certain stories about the Clinton campaign inside the campaign, what was going on, things they were saying and was tipping them off. There's nothing there's nothing illegal about that. It's just good old-fashioned, dirty, rat-screwing politics that's been going on since the founding. There's no there's no way there's no way you could charge the president or anyone's campaign for that within itself being a criminal offense. It's not a it's not illegal to talk to him. So but that's how they'll spit it. So it will be interesting to see how how, how the left tries to somehow take people like Chuck Schumer tried to take this arrest of this guy, get him back to the U.S. and somehow trying to import some type of federal criminal statute to the Trumps or to the Trump campaign or to the president himself and say that, oh, it was some type of uh, treasonous conspiracy between an Australian and a presidential candidate. So we'll see. All right. Uh Wrapping up the first break here. Hey, have you guys heard of Atlas in this in this turmoil and this turmoil of of WikiLeaks and arrests and and rat screwing in politics? Do something charitable. All right, I want you to go and check out Charity Magnets. Charity Magnets designs and produces beautiful, high quality products for law enforcement supporters and enthusiasts. Their community includes law enforcement professionals and their families. First responders, corrections officers, members of the military, and private citizens dedicated to honor, integrity, and helping others in times of need. Your support is sincerely valued by the brave men and women of law enforcement. For each sale, a donation will be made to Cops for Kids with Cancer. Cops for Kids with Cancer has given more than $2.5 million in donations. Go to CharityMatters.com to view what can be purchased. Use the coupon code at checkout, all right? Mojo, M-O-J-O, for $5 off your purchase. One-time use per customer, please. Once again, CharityMadness.com. CharityMadness.com. Don't forget the promo code, Mojo50, for $5 off your purchase. Go in, check them out. They make wonderful, wonderful products. CharityMadness.com. All right. When we get back, I had a very interesting and very powerful dream last evening. Um, I've told you before, I have very strange dreams. I don't know why. Well, it's because I'm a strange person. But then again, you get them, we all get them. 
but it relates to radio and it relates to where I've obviously not reached fame and fortune, but gotten to an area of the business where I'm quite comfortable. But I want to go back and I want to share with you on a personal note. I like to do this from time to time, get off the news for a while and where radio for me was fun and then became miserable and now was fun again. And the dream, I it was almost like the planets aligned in this dream I had was the night, last night, before I'm getting ready to get up in the morning and beginning to record uh, the coming weekend's program. And it really ties in quite beautifully <laughs> to something I've had on my mind for a while. And yeah, I'm going to throw somebody under the bus. And quite frankly, I really don't care. Um, It may not be who you think it is, or it may be who you think it is. Uh, That's the way it goes. All right. So we will do that at the the top of the next break. All right. I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Mojo 50 Radio, now an iHeart station. My email is standingground1776 at gmail.com. Standingground1776 at gmail.com. Talk to you on the other side. Great service, and you do some good in the world with Patriot Mobile. Sign up for a Patriot Mobile account today. Start saving money, get great coverage, and do a little bit of good because they support companies, organizations, and candidates that you like. It's PatriotMobile.com slash doc. PatriotMobile.com slash doc. It looks like you're losing. I am. Are I'm, you losing weight? I am losing. I've lost about 10 pounds. How are you doing it? Funny name, but I've done it with Riduzone. R-A-D-U-Zone.com, and the stuff works. It's, you know, you get into all that, the molecule this and the found in that. All I can tell you is it, it's a, it makes you feel full, and it keeps your mind off of wanting to overeat. And also boosts your metabolism, yeah, so you're it burning does. more. Yeah, it Try does. it today. It's going to work for you like it's worked for Brad and countless other people. RidUZone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Have you done it? You, you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror? I'm I'm one of those people you don't want to see naked. I yeah, most of us. But I mean, you look and you're going, "What the?" I know. How did I get to whatever? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Hey there, it's Doc Thompson and Brad Staggs to tell you about a different way mm-hmm. to shed those pounds. This is brand new tech. It's only been around for a couple of years or so. It was based on research from the University of California that said um, there's a molecule called OEA that's found naturally in your body. It produces it in the Mediterranean diet that when taken in concentrated amounts, it will actually make you feel fuller and boost your metabolism. I've lost about 10 pounds so far. It's amazing. It really is cool. A company said, we can take this to market and make this great product that'll help you. It's called RidUZone, R-I-D-U-Zone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. 
Brad's worked. Uh, it's worked mm-hmm. for Brad's. Worked for me. Countless other people. Go to riduzone.com and try today. You're gonna love it. Riduzone.com. Remember that. R I D U Zone. If you're tired of being fat, that's the simplest way I can put it, try Riduzone. It's not magic, it's science. It's a simple way to help keep yourself from overeating. Go to Riduzone, that's Riduzone.com. Welcome back to Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy here on Mojo Five O Radio. Oh, did they ever. <laughs> I, uh, wow. My, my dreams are uh, very, very odd. But I must share with you, because it relates to what I do with you here every week. And my history in this beloved industry. And why I'm so happy to be where I am now uh, in this labor of love. So, a little trip down memory lane, if you would indulge me. Um, to the dream, okay. I, I, I don't know if I want to call it a dream. I guess I could call it a dream nightmare or a dream mare. <laughs> I guess is the best way of putting it. But I need to preface by saying this. I don't know if I've shared this with you all before, but I, I was in radio. I started, I got into radio in 1997, 98, in that area. And it was, I, I had been working for an insurance company and I started doing voiceover work for a uh, station in Boston. The, the, the call letters were WEGQ. It was a uh, 70s, 80s kind of classic rock station. You know, you, you'd hear uh, Yellow Brick Road 30 times a day or scenes from an Italian restaurant. And then we'd stop down and we'd do a break or a crank call. And it was like I, I went on the the Morning Mojo show and I talked about how that kind of radio is going much way of A-track and vinyl. It's just dying a slow death. In my opinion, it's, it's on hospice at this point. But anyway... So, but I I don't want to poo-poo it because it's where I learned the trade a little bit, if you will, and got a lot of experience. Well, anyway, the show I was on, and I guess I I will extend courtesy. If he is listening, he knows damn well who he is. But I'm going to be a little kind to him because he was never really particular kind to me. Maybe every so often he was. Well, anyway... He brought me on board in the beginning, and and actually, yeah, we were very, very friendly. And he he brought out in me uh, a lot that I didn't know I had, um, as far as doing certain bits, writing material, whatnot. But he was one of these hosts, and I'll say it, that he so wanted to be, take a guess, you got it. He wanted to be Howard Stern. And there's only one Howard Stern, and there'll always be one Howard Stern. Now, what's interesting is years later, even now, I go back and I listen to old Howard Stern clips, and I realize how much this guy I was working with was totally plagiarizing and ripping off from Howard Stern. But his shtick was always to 
rag on his producer. You know, he's gay. He hangs out in gay bars. Or and, and by the way, I would come home. I was uh, dating this lovely, sweet young thing who I work with at my other job. I'd come home and she'd be sitting on the couch with a look on her face. She's like, I didn't like that. I didn't. I said, I know. It's just, it. and at, at the time I, I sucked it up, if you will. And I said, hey, that's that's part of the, it's, it's a shtick, whatever. And you just kind of put up with it. Well, anyway, it turns out that the, company or or they were consolidating a new management came in and of course i felt the vultures moving in and they they pulled the show got canceled and we were all uh furloughed <laughs> let go um i had recent at the time i had i had joined the after which was the american radio of federation of radio and tv artists and they had been able to negotiate a very kind severance for me and took care of me uh, that summer and then this guy who i refer to now is just the prick uh the prick well he didn't really he wasn't really being a prick at the time he was he was still kind of an a-hole but i kind of liked him because i liked his personality but you'll get it as we move on here anyway and and you'll say well where's this going believe me it has an end it has a very happy ending <laughs> is he really he, he they they got a gig in Rochester New York and he borderline was begging me to come with him to New York cuz I'd really love you to be on the show and I believe that was genuine I think he he enjoyed my by my bits that I did and stuff like that I was like well geez you know I don't know about this and maybe I want to go somewhere else and then one day I I got a phone call from um a wonderful lady by the name of Paula uh Paula O'Connor over at Greater Media who is probably one of the, if not the nicest program director I ever work with, who said, look, I, I, I got a call about you um, the other day from someone, and I'd really like to talk to you, and she brought me aboard uh, Greater Media, and I picked up the phone, and I called the um, I called the asshole that I worked with earlier and said, hey, look, I just have made a decision. I'd like to try something else. I want to do talk radio. I want to do production. And he said, oh, well, thank you very much for your hard work. So I went over there. I went I went to Greater Media, and I, I loved it. I, I, I worked with uh, many, many people. I produced many shows. Uh, the Hallmark show I did was Jay Severin. I don't know if you've ever heard with, heard of him. But every so often, we bring in the big names. I worked with Laura Ingram. I worked um, once, kind of worked with Bill O'Reilly, which was very interesting. And we we, we bring in Don Imus. We had, it, it was it was a whole different world than doing morning radio. It was more, there was more neurological stimulation. There was more thought. There was, you know, you did research. You you talked to interesting people. It wasn't, look, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy doing crank calls. I loved it. I'm a goof. But but I I felt I wanted to maybe, I see you use the word grow up. I wanted to expand a little bit. Well, anyway, so there you have it. Well, towards the, as, as years went on, this guy, the a-hole I'd worked with before, asked me, he said, we're coming back to Boston. Do you want to come and produce? I'm like, geez, I don't know. He says, come on, come on back. It'll be like the old days and we'll do the bits. I said, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll go back. And I did. Biggest mistake I ever made. Um, I should have stayed at Greater Media, which eventually uh, changed formats and I, I would have been out there anyway. But it's, it's see, that's the thing about radio is you, you, you 
you change so much and things stations don't last long and you got to move somewhere else and god i hope that doesn't happen here at mojo i hope we're hope we're prospering but anyway so i went back uh, and I, it was CBS radio and I was up in this small studio in the Prudential Tower in Boston. And then we eventually moved to a more, uh, more comfortable atmosphere. But anyway, uh, the a-hole, the host, which I called, I called him Tubagoo. He was a big fat Tubagoo and, or I called him pork butt. And anyway, so when I was there, basically he just became worse and worse and worse and became more of a prick. And was, yes, harassing me uh, on and off the air. Now, I understand, you know, a good, you know, um, a pull of the yarn once in a while is okay. But he was getting really out of control to the point. At one point, he did something to me off the air and I turned his ass into HR. And I can tell you something right now. You really got to do something bad to me before I will uh, uh, put you onto the carpet. And I put him onto the carpet and I scared the living shit out of him. <laughs> and it was beautiful and he after that he uh, he basically kissed my ass <laughs> and actually he still can kiss it if he's listening and well eventually it it turned out that um he learned his lesson i believe i hope he did i won't get into the details of what he did to me but he did something really stupid um he always touted himself as being so smart and clever and he he <laughs> I nailed him. It was beautiful, and I never looked back, and I never feel guilty about it. Um, from time to time, even his own wife would say to me, my husband's a jerk. <laughs> lovely lady, lovely lady, and, and I always liked her. Um, and uh, the, the co-host, uh, I'll say his first name, Pete, we always got along, and then there was another little shit that worked there that was just an obnoxious. The whole thing was just an unpleasant experience, so I, w I was happy to go. But anyway... To the dream. The dream I had last night was I was back there again. And it, it really, it was basically a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was back in the studio with the fat tub of goo. And him just doing his classic, treating me like crap. And to kind of give you a visual of the nightmare was we were in the studio and I we were fighting and he was calling me names and I was calling him names and and it I don't know really where where it stemmed from before I went to bed was I thinking about it because I've pretty much just jettisoned that part of my life and when I woke up this morning getting ready to record this show. I thought it would be nice for me to share with you that part of my life that was good was 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 really good when I started in morning radio and then when I went into talk radio production, you know, when you have to think type stuff, I loved and then I went back to the hellhole, which leads me to here, which leads to my point. And that's this. It's so great for me that I don't have to get up at three o'clock in the morning and go into a radio station and on the air be insulted uh, and take shit from an overpaid spoiled brat. <laughs> A 
and I can come in here to my studio here at home with no one. Now, listen, I'm not saying there aren't listeners out there who listen to me and probably call me names or um, accuse me of being all sorts of things, you know, like a right wing nut, which I don't believe I am. Or maybe, I don't know, where somewhere down the line, someone may write an article. Well, there have been, I've done interviews with a couple of magazines, like little brief things. Um, But they're complimentary. They're just about how I got started doing this whole thing. But being here at Mojo and on iHeart, the wonderful thing is I don't have to worry about being what? Unhappy. And going home at the end of the day and saying, oh, God, what a horrible day that was. I, I remember I remember to to share this story with you. One day he really went off the rails on me. Uh look, you say, well, you know, it's it's morning radio, it's just stick, there's a whipping boy. But I've always believed that there's a line that you don't cross. And he crossed a line and he went way too far with me and went after me and on the air. And look, you figure when you get into the business, you have to say, yeah, you know, that's just part of it. Your family's listening. And from time to time, I used to tell my family, you know, every so often, you know, I'm going to take a jab. We all jab each other. Little light stuff ain't bad. But he got really, it was pretty cruel. And he said to me, we go into the morning show office and he says to me, he lends me the list of guests and he says, uh, give her a call, give him a call, book this guest, book that guest. I remember looking at him and I said, yeah, you do it, a-hole. <laughs> And I went, I went home. Um, and anyway, it was, it was the beginning of the end really. And I was waiting and begging to be laid off. And one day I was brought into by program director's office. He was a, he was a really good guy. And he said, look, you know, the, the, it was during the bailout, the cutbacks and said, we got to let you go. And I said, okay, fine, whatever. And (laughs) don't let the, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. And that was it. That was the end of it. And I went into a quasi-convalescence and went back to school and readjusted my life a little bit. And here I am on Mojo Radio, and I'm very, very comfortable. Right now, I'm sitting in my studio with my cup of coffee, and I'm not looking through a glass window at that jerk that I had to deal with for three years. (laughs) What? One of one of many, many jerks said, look, I'm not trying to be the soul Solomon here because I know if there's other producers listening, they've had other experiences with people. I'm not alone on this one, but this is great that I just, I never thought I'd have the opportunity to do this, that I don't have to worry about it. So anyway, little self-indulgence, but I thought it was a story worth telling. And it's just so great to be here and not have to worry about that sort of thing is that I am my own host, I am my own uh, anchor, I am my own program director and general manager, basically for my program, yet I do take, not orders, but Ron Phillips at Mojo. Um, I every so often get instructions from him, but he has never once ever thrown me under the bus, to my knowledge, and he's never called me and ever complained about anything. I have artistic freedom with the abeyance of just a couple of things. Okay. One rule, got to make sure I get my live reads in. And one of them is what? For Patriot Mobile. A lot of people to know know this. Uh, well, you may know that a lot of these big cell phone uh, providers, carriers, whatnot, are in the pockets of the left. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. 
uh, I want you to put an end to hidden fees, automated calls, and funding liberal agendas. Switch today to Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile provides more than just a cell phone service. They cherish the sanctity of life and fight daily to protect it. Make a difference and defund Planned Parenthood. Okay? We use our phones every single day, so why not use them to make a change? Super fast, super reliable, nationwide cell phone coverage. Easy to switch. And guess what? You get to keep your number. Right. Get to keep your number. That's great. Patriot Mobile offers a contract buyout, $500 per line, up to $1,500 per account credits. Feel good about funding the right agendas with every call you make. Stop funding Big Mobile with unlimited plans starting as low as $20 per month. Why wait? Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's PatriotMobile.com. Or simply call one 800 a patriot one eight hundred a patriot, or simply dial one eight hundred two seven two eight seven four six eight hundred two seven two eight seven four six. Supporting your values at a value. Make a change. Connect to the cause. PatriotMobile.com. Well, this is interesting. I don't know if you heard about this or not, but Israel tried to land on the moon. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Well, Let me apparently, well, not apparently, it did not work out for the Israelis. Um, God love them. They are a close ally. But I want to say this to uh, Bibi Netanyahu. Oh, by the way, congratulations on your re-election. Uh, historic. Israel, when it comes to landing on the moon... Leave it to the professionals. Okay. Um, as we now approach the 50th anniversary of um, our walk on the moon. Well, here's what happened. I guess it, it, it was an unmanned vehicle that... Uh, <laughs> let's see here. This comes to us via the Jerusalem Post. The plaque said... Well, it landed. Well, it was kind of nice. It said here... Small country, big dreams. Um, disappointment set in at uh, Space Hill Mission Center, and it became evident. Uh, sorry, Space Israeli Mission Center. It became uh, evident that while it's kind of pronounced this, hang on a minute here. While Bereshit did not make it to the moon, it won't be able to carry out its final mission. Okay, as the spacecraft approached the moon, uh, they lost contact several times. The scientists kept hoping as the connection was restored, but just minutes before the spacecraft was supposed to touch down, contact was lost once again, and it crashed onto the moon. Oh, what a bummer. What a bummer. Anyway, uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who was at hand to watch the landing, said that Israel will continue to try landing on the moon. Minutes later, Netanyahu took to the microphone and again to promise Israel will eventually land on the moon, which, hey, look, they may, they may do it. But once again, leave it to the professionals. Leave it to the ones who know what they're doing. Okay, that's it. Uh, we are, when it comes to the moon, no one does it better than the U.S. As we approach the summer of 1969, 50-year anniversary of the moon landing, summer around the corner, and when you head to the beach, you go to the lake, what is a very nice thing to have with you and that is a cooler. But what? A good one. A decent one. A one that's going to last you more than just one season. Listen to this. 
keeps ice cold for up to seven days. That's right. Not seven hours, seven days. Okay. Uh, it's customizable. Made in the USA. That's the biggie. Made in the USA. Four different colors, white, black, yellow, or camouflage. All right. Go check it out. Okay. Catcoolers.com. Catcoolers.com. Now, use your host name, Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y for a 10% discount. All right. Summer's approaching. Hey, indulge. Treat yourself. Get yourself a decent cooler that's going to last you 10, 20, 30 years. Cat Coolers, once again, keeps ice cold to up for up to seven days. Seven days. Think about that. That's amazing. Go to Cat Coolers and don't forget the promo code Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y, for a 10% discount. Catcoolers.com. You will not regret it. All right. Okay, just to mention quickly, as we wrap up the first hour here of Standing Ground, you're listening to Mojo 5-0 Radio, Mojo 5-0 Radio. I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Standing Ground. I'm your host. Now, uh, we have a Joe Biden update. And actually, I was surprised to see this, but it's true. Uh, former Virginia governor and chairman of the Democratic National Committee, Terry McAuliffe, uh, for the most part, from what I can see here, is throwing touchy-feely Joe under the bus. Uh, it has been reported uh, that... CNN reported that McAuliffe has been calling donors and other allies to build support for a possible campaign himself. All right. Uh, according to a source familiar with the conversation, McAuliffe, with an influential Democratic figure, McAuliffe said he believes that Biden is tanking. Now, obviously, it's for his own benefit. Uh, tanking after multiple women said that he made them uncomfortable when he touched them without consent. Biden's response to the accusations was to say in a video that he will be more mindful or more intimate. <laughs> uh, last Friday, he made uh, was seen by some critical error by making several jokes about the controversy, which was not a wise move. But according to Terry McAuliffe, he feels that this, like I said last week, um, not his words. He's not using the actual word. But what I'm getting from the from the the body of the piece that I'm reading here is that this is a problem for Joe Biden. It is an albatross. Uh, it is unclear whether McAuliffe will launch his campaign, but he has 77 days until the first DNC sponsored debates, which will air on NBC, MSNBC, and Telemundo. Uh, the requirement to reach the debate is uh, either register at a minimum one percent in three separate polls conducted by reputable news organizations, universities, or get 65,000 grassroots donors from at least 20 states. So it's like Elizabeth Warren criticizing Joe Biden. It's the same thing for Terry McAuliffe. When Terry McAuliffe said he's tanking, it's 
to benefit himself. But coming from Terry McAuliffe, um, it's not good. It really isn't. So, like as I predicted last week, and I think I'm not the only one that's predicted, but there's really no way that Joe Biden can get out of this mess. And the odds are is that more women will come forward and make accusations against Joe Biden. I'm beginning to get the feeling that this, if 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 it continues in on, in that direction, on that trend of more and more women making accusations. Oh, by the way, someone told me the other day. I did not know this existed, but if you go to YouTube, when Jeff Sessions was being sworn in as uh, AG at the beginning of the Trump administration, uh, well, yeah, it was Jeff Sessions. Before, I guess, yeah, they do it before the inaugural, whatever. They, he came over and Jeff Sessions had his grandchild with him, little, little girl, maybe seven, eight years old in that range. And go YouTube it. Joe Biden goes over to like pet her on the head or probably stroke her hair or whatever. And you see Jeff Sessions motion Joe Biden, get, get your hand away. Me, my thing is that I think a lot of people that were going into situations like this with Joe Biden were given the word, be careful, watch his hands. So, touchy Joe. Got to be careful. So anyway, that's that's the Joe Biden update as it relates to Terry McAuliffe. Uh, that's his statement this week, and I thought was that was very compelling. It was definitely worth mentioning. Hey, this is kind of an odd way to end the hour, but Pope former Pope uh, Pope Benedict has really stuck his foot in it did you hear what uh, what he said um, the former Pope now 91 years of age has blamed the Catholic Church the the, the sex abuse scandal uh, well child rape uh, and the effects of what's well, sorry, sorry strike that the sex abuse scandal, he's blamed it on the effects of the sexual revolution of the 1960s. Homosexual cliques in seminaries in what he called a general collapse in morality. Uh, <laughs> the 91-year-old who in 2013 became the first pope in six centuries to resign argued that the sexual revolution had led some to believe that pedophilia and pornography were acceptable. He also said that an openly gay culture in some Catholic seminaries meant that they had failed to train priests properly. Wow. Um, um, hey, uh, Pope uh, there, um, um, Eggs Benedict, the sexual revolution of the 1960s, uh, no, had nothing to do with um, endorsing or supporting the molestation and the rape of children. The sexual revolution was about uh, being more open in talking about intimate relationships and sex, not child rape. So, um, uh, he, he is, he is the former Pope and I'd like to call him a name, but I'm not going to do it because it just would not be appropriate. Um, I still believe he deserves some respects. I just think what he has said is absolutely ridiculous. The sexual revolution of the 
well, actually, really the late 60s and early 70s, mid-70s even, was more about openness and education and being okay to talk about intimacy and sex, not child rape. So anyway, um, with that, let's go out at the uh, town hall news is up next. Let's go out with a 60s. Do we have let's find a good 60s sexual revolution song. All right, hit it. Oh, for real, man. Yeah. <laughs> right, man. I'm digging it, man. Oh, wow, man. Slip away. <laughs> oh, right, man. Because your baby is so far away. Oh, man. Turn it up, man. Well, there's a road in a misled life. And the eagle flies with the dark. And if you can't be with the one you the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5-0. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Ron DeRockstra. It's a holiday weekend, but nonetheless, it's not stopping President Trump from taking to Twitter to criticize the reporting about the Mueller report. The president charged on Twitter that the fake news media is doing everything possible to stir up anger following the release of the Mueller report. Mr. Trump adding that the media seldom mentions, quote, the fact that the Mueller report had as its principal conclusion the fact that there was, and he wrote this in all caps, no collusion with Russia, end quote. Ken Lorman reporting. Meanwhile, Senator Mitt Romney says he's sickened by the dishonesty the Russia investigation found in the Trump White House. And the president fired back at the Utah Republican tweeting that if Romney, quote, Spent the same energy fighting Barack Obama as he does fighting Donald Trump. He could have won the race, maybe. Romney's been one of the few prominent Republicans to criticize the president since his election. Several children of a California couple spoke in court before their parents were sentenced for abusing them for years. David and Louise Turpin pleaded guilty in February to neglect and abuse after years of denying 12 of their 13 children food, beating them, shackling some to their beds in their suburban Los Angeles home. This daughter tells the court, My parents took my whole life from me. But now I'm taking my life back. Another spoke of his continued nightmares, their mother sobbing as she tells the judge. I'm sorry for everything I've done to hurt my children. I love my children so much. The judge sentencing both parents to life in prison with the chance for parole in 25 years. I'm Tim McGuire. Egyptian officials urging voters to turn out in high numbers for a three-day referendum that started today. The, uh, on the docket is extending President El Sisi's rule through 2030. News and analysis at townhall.com. 
Okay. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395. Hey guys, Matt Locke, the conservative cartel. I'd like to take a minute and tell you about a new weight loss product that's instantly becoming part of the Mojo 5 family. It was launched by a Dallas area company who had taken the good stuff in olive oil and created a patented product that helps people control their appetite and lose weight. It's also a big help to keep the weight off. A six-year study of former contestants from The Biggest Loser showed that when you lose weight, your body actually thinks something bad has happened, and it fights back by slowing your metabolism and boosting your appetite. One Ridge's own client, Sarah, recently lost over 100 pounds. While she looks amazing, she has been struggling every day with cravings. Now that she's taking Ridge's own, she says it's so much easier to control her appetite, and she's not thinking about food all day. Ridge's own contains a patented ingredient that has been shown to boost metabolism and reduce appetite while helping you burn fat. For a short time, we have a 30% off deal for our show. Just go to ridgezone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com, and enter the code MATT, M-A-T-T. That's ridgezone, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-452-1075. 800-452-1075. That's 800-452-1075. Live free, Mojo Five O. You're listening to Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy on Mojo Five O Radio. Shame on you, you macho shithead. Welcome back to Standing Ground here on Mojo Five O Radio. Uh, we have breaking news. Some breaking news that's coming to us now from the White House. This is video from about 15, 16 minutes ago. Uh, here's what's happened. A man in front of the White House lit himself on fire. Oh my God. Specifically, I'm told that he lit his jacket on fire. And this is video of the Secret Service agents treating him. Mm. Uh the way it's being described at the White House is that the man tried to set himself on fire, but did indeed set his clothes on fire. There are varying reports that he may have put gasoline on himself, but Fox News can't confirm that. He is being described as a protester, and the Secret Service says no that this is no affecting kidding. areas around the White House now. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Now that's just <laughs> well, obviously, um, obviously the guy's nuts. <laughs> Tried to set himself on fire in front of the White House. Obviously, a protester, as indicated there by Shep Smith at Fox News. It, it turns out that actually he's okay, as you heard in the report. He set his clothes on fire. 
His efforts failed, but they found some packages, I guess, around him, and that were a bit suspicious. So I don't know. We'll keep an eye on it, but not first time you see that kind of strange activity in front of the White House. People doing crazy things. Um, people have opened fire. We've had uh, when Clinton was in office, some guy like took a gun and started shooting onto the South Lawn. Uh, but I haven't heard in a long time, or any, well, I've never heard of anyone setting themselves on fire in front of the White House. Maybe it did happen way, way back when. I just don't remember. But anyway, we'll we'll keep an eye on it. I do, I do remember a couple of years ago. You guys might remember this. Obama was in office, and a guy got through. He went up the North Portico, up the driveway, and walked, well, ran right through the front door and made it into the East Dining Room, and the Secret Service tackled him. <laughs> How the someone had to lose their job? How the hell someone would be able to do that? Um, I think they were preparing for a state dinner. I think maybe he tried to uh, uh, grab a uh, a bowl of chocolate mousse and 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 head out. But it just it, I don't these security. I mean that this this is one thing, but that one was like how would anyone? How could anyone just run up the driveway like that and run into the White House undetected? It's just beyond me. But anyway, um, there were. There were hearings on that as well as um, they, 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 there were some other incidences at the White House where they had found frag, uh, uh, bullet fragments upstairs in the residence by the window area. And, it, and the White House never reported it or the Secret Service never reported it to the to Congress. And Congress then finally got wind of it and said, hey, we need to know about this because we need to find out how how what what why why don't we know about these things and is the president being properly protected well the bottom line is this the president is never 100% safe there are a lot of things that you can do to make it very difficult on a potential assailant but if somebody uh god forbid is hell bent on doing something they're going to do it but anyway uh just going back there how someone would just run into the white house like that is just beyond me okay uh Moving right along. Second hour of the program usually tends to be me going out there onto the web and finding some odd stories or interesting stories to kind of get off the beaten path of the serious stuff going in Washington. Though, you know, my show generally is current events, politics, what have you. But every so often I like to I like to go out there and, and see odd stuff and, and share it with you if, you if you haven't already seen it. But anyway, or my perspective on it. But first... I have to be a good boy. Make sure I get my uh, my reads in here. Have you heard of Charity Magnets? Let me tell you about Charity Magnets. Charity Magnets designs and produces beautiful, high-quality products for law enforcement supporters and enthusiasts. Their community includes law enforcement professionals and their families, first responders, corrections officers, members of the military, and private citizens dedicated to honor, integrity, and helping others in times of need. Your support is sincerely valued by the brave men and women of law enforcement. Now, for each sale, a donation will be made to Cops for Kids with Cancer. Cops for Kids with Cancer has given more than $2.5 million in donations. That's right, $2.5 million. Go to CharityMadness.com, CharityMadness.com, and use the coupon code MOJO, M-O-J-O, for $5 off your purchase. $5 off your purchase. Use the promo code MOJO, M-O-J-O. Go check them out today, CharityMadness.com. Okay, this story comes to us uh, from Holland. A Dutch doctor <laughs> is at the center of an IVF scandal alleging he fathered 49 children with his own sperm. 
story reads, well, this this doctor now, he died in 89. Results of DNA tests conducted Friday at a hospital in the southeastern city of Nijemin, I think I have that right, showed that 49 children in the case are direct descendants of the late Dr. Carbett. The organization said in a statement, the results confirmed serious suspicions that Carbett used his own sperm at the clinic uh, to inseminate these women. Before his death, at age 89, Carbett reportedly admitted to having fathered about 60 children in his time at the discredited clinic, which closed in 2009, amid reports of irregularities. Uh, Carbett later also admitted to mixing sperm and various donors in issuing fraudulent donor documentation, the Dutch daily newspaper NRC reported. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, what else is it? A sperm belonging to the late doctor was also distributed to other clinics. Oh my God. Uh, Dutch news agency ADP quoted the organization as saying the organization has appealed to anybody who may suspect that Carbon was their donor father to apply to a Dutch database for DNA matching. All right. I've actually, um, we there was a case in Florida years ago that was similar. The guy went to prison. I think he, he in an IVF clinic, he inseminated something like 30 women and he, he went to went to prison. I gotta tell you, never a dull moment on this planet. I well, the internet makes it easy, but for this program, it's never hard to find something to talk about. But you read stuff like this, and you're like, "What's wrong with people?" <laughs> okay, this is interesting coming out of Washington regarding the immigration debate, which is sort of this ongoing, never-ending border security sanctuary cities. Well, the president. As weighing the 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 possibility, or I should say, the plausibility, of sending an unlimited supply of immigrants to yes, sanctuary cities, saying, "Okay, here you go, you can have them." All right. Well, this is kind of a interesting strategy for the president. Um, President Donald Trump said on Friday he was considering sending illegal immigrants into the country to so-called sanctuary cities, promoting U.S. mayors to accept such an offer as the battle over border security raged. Frustrated by rising numbers of undocumented immigrants, <laughs> undocumented immigrants, undocumented workers, you mean illegal immigrants, arriving at the southern border and a failure to get Congress to fully fund a U.S.-Mexico border wall. Uh, Trump taunted Democrats by dangling the possibility of an influx of illegal immigrants into their communities. Basically, what the president's strategy is, is to say, oh, okay, well, you're all about, you're all about uh, 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 welcome these people into the United States. Well, guess what? You can have them. So they go, and they influx into your community, they come into your city. Let's just see how you deal with it. It's like, who said it? Um, the Hollywoods, like Beverly Hills, right? Make Beverly Hills a sanctuary city. All the do-gooders. And watch mass exodus 
celebrity, <laughs> they would all take off. They don't want them there. Not in my backyard. Um, I have many, many friends that support sanctuary cities who live in cities that are not sanctuary cities. And I say to them, if your city becomes a sanctuary city, you're going to do one of two things. You're either going to leave or you're going to turn your house into Fort Knox and you're going to put alarm systems in. So it's all it's all nice to talk about. Here in Boston, man, Maddie Walsh, Maddie Walsh, um, I guess is doing an okay job. Um, he... When the whole thing of sanctuary, when Trump first came into office, he floated the idea and said, you know, anybody here who's an illegal immigrant or feels threatened, come to City Hall and you can you can sleep in my office. And I was filling in for a radio host out in the western part of the state. And I went on the air and I said, well, if you do that, Your Honor, Mayor Walsh, uh, you, in fact, have committed a criminal act because what you are doing is you are harboring criminals at taxpayer expense. Now, it wasn't me, but it was, I think, he he quickly, there were, there were other people that went on the air and there were reports that accused him of the same thing, and he quickly jettisoned that idea. Now, he had his press conferences and he did the same thing that Chuck Schumer did and you bring the immigrants in, they, they're standing behind you at the podium and you start crying, you talk, you know, the bleeding heart stuff. And the message got out to, to, to Maddie Walsh, Maddie Walsh, that if you do that, Marty, you're actually in the city, you're committing a crime, and you could be impeached for doing it because you're using my tax dollars to harbor criminals. So interesting strategy by the White House. It's like it's like the left, and I've kind of used the the wind turbine model, right? I know this is totally different than immigration, but uh, liberals are all, all for alternative sources of energy, which am I? Your host is green. I'm pretty green. Um, Less reliant on foreign oil until you want to put a wind turbine um, in front of their beach house and they flip out. They say no. And then they say, no, the birdies will fly into it and it'll kill them. So good strategy by the White House, I think. Okay, you want a sanctuary city? You can have one. Here they are. Let's see how you deal with it. Have fun. So we'll see how that one plays out. You know, there's so many examples of the left that we can get into about when they get up and they get up on their soapbox and they start talking about doing all these wonderful things and helping people and everything like that. But if it any way has a has a negative effect on their life, the tables turn. It's like, you know, the debate for years over the the Arctic uh, National Wildlife Refuge in Amwar in um, Alaska. Billions of barrels of oil. Billions of barrels we could put on reserve. Yet they don't want to hurt the polar bears. They want, we had here, like I described, the wind, the Cape Wind Project, which I think eventually went through, that would supply, that would supply Cape Cod with a, with a very high degree of electricity. But then they all came out and they said, oh no, it's, it's a scenic area and it could affect tourism and the seagulls are protected and the seagulls could get hurt. You can never win with the left. The, 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 the glass is always half full. So we'll see. This is, if, if this, actually, just to go back to this for a second, this is a really good, this is a very good strategy from the White House. Go ahead. Let's let's do these sanctuary cities 
and let's um, let's see what happens. Let's see how these mayors and these um, councilmen, councilwomen, how they react when their streets are flooded with what Cremalians. Let's see how let's see how they handle it. Before you know it, they'll be all right. This is out of control. We can't deal. Well, you wanted it. You wanted it. You got it. You asked for it. Well, I tell you what. Where I live, if it becomes a sanctuary city, I can assure you, I will arm myself. And where will I go? I will go to Tar River Arms. Tar River Arms is the most popular in America's first virtual gun store, making it easier and more comfortable than ever to purchase your firearm online, modernizing online firearm sales to accommodate the online generation and those who prefer brick and mortar experiences through 3D interactive experiences to view and inspect the gun you are purchasing. Weekly specials that eliminate shipping and broker fees. You order, you pick up, no additional fees. Great guns, great prices, and great service. Veteran-owned and veteran-run. I want you to go check them out today at tarriverarms.com. That's tarriverarms.com. Once again, uh, well, they have weekly specials, don't forget. Check it out. Um, Great guns, great prices, and great service. Veteran-owned and veteran-run. Tar River Arms, America's first and most popular Online virtual gun store, tarriverarms.com. Check them out today. Okay. All right. Well, we, we, we are waiting now as to what's going to happen with uh, Mr. Assage, our, our WikiLeaks buddy here, and whether or not he will be returned to the United States. There will be an extradition battle uh, did, that will probably go on for quite some time. The strategy from the left, of course, is to connect this man to the Trump campaign and make him sort of the villain and try to go out there and reach out into into a crowd and find out if there is some type of a law that the Trump administration or the president himself himself committed if they had in any way connection with with this man during the election. Well, here it is, and I think I mentioned this last week, but it's worth reiterating. If the Trump campaign was ever in touch with this man and he said, yes, I have this dirt. I have that dirt. I'm going to release it on this date. It's going to be this. Just want to give you a heads up. No law has been broken. None. None whatsoever. Totally and completely legal. Does not violate any federal statute whatsoever. Thank you, Julian. We appreciate it. Uh, Keep us posted. Just like the uh, Clinton campaign hiring Fusion GPS and Christopher Steele there, Austin Powers, to go out and dig up dirt and get information on Mr. Trump and the pea parties, the alleged pea parties in the hotel rooms in Moscow. So it's politics. It's just it's just the way things work. But as far as this now, we're we're waiting. We're waiting for the for the Mueller report to be turned over to Congress. I guess it could happen while my show's airing. We're, we're waiting. We haven't really we haven't seen much yet, but we're waiting for uh, Mr. Barr to uh, hand it over in redacted version. And of course, 100%, the Democrats are not going to accept what they receive. They're going to want to see more because they're never going to accept the fact, the fact that Mr. Mullers and his team with unlimited resources found no evidence whatsoever that the Trump campaign was coordinating with the Russian government and getting in as far as as far as assisting in the 2016 um, general election whatsoever. As a matter of fact, they found the opposite. They found that the, the Russian government attempted to collude with the Trump campaign and they dangled the fruit in front of them. And the Trump campaign said, no, 
Thank you. So people like Chuck Schumer and, uh, well, Nancy Pelosi at all will never accept that this didn't happen. Someone said to me the other day, well, there's no evidence. There's no evidence it didn't happen. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. I say, well, that's all that matters because everything in life, in order to prove something, what do you need? Evidence. All right. <laughs> the ne- the never-ending Trump-Russia connection. Oh, God, this is great. All right. Well, it is that time of year again, right? We're here, and uh, I think you know what I'm talking about. Well, I turned in all my documentation. Um, I, I, I do my taxes. This is my yearly kick the shit out of the IRS break. <laughs> um, this is the time of the year where the Gestapo Nazis come after you and take your hard-earned money from you, which I believe uh, they do. I think it's unconstitutional. But anyway, uh, the voluntary system of income tax, which we have in this country. Uh, something like you... You work the first quarter, the first four months that you of of the year you work to pay the IRS, or three months, something like that. There has been much discussion over the years about abolishing the IRS uh, and getting rid of the federal income tax. That we don't need it. Somebody mean we don't need the federal income tax? When you think about it, from the founding in 1787 up until when they passed um, the amendment to allow. For, for income tax, uh, the country flourished and did quite well without it through the Industrial Revolution. And of course, the percentage of federal income tax does not go to national defense, public schools, infrastructure, roads, bridges, fire, and police. It goes into what? Special projects. Basically, they take your money and they flush it. As the president said, they, very stupid people with uh, very stupid ideas as to what to do with taxes. Now, the president was successful in getting this tax cut plan uh, passed, which he, he kept his campaign promise and put it through. Look, let's be honest. We'll, we'll probably never get rid of the IRS. There, there are people out there that refuse to file. And actually, there's been many cases... Well, the argument is that it is voluntary and that you are not required by law. There's no law that requires you to file income tax. I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just saying if you don't do it, you haven't broken the law. But if you go to court, the judge doesn't care that what you're doing is not illegal. They're going to lock you up because judges just don't have any time for people who don't pay their taxes. Um, The famous case was the FedEx pilot, the woman who... Uh, claimed exempt on her taxes a few years ago. She first, she wrote a letter to the IRS certified and said, is there any law that requires me to file and pay income tax? She sent something like seven letters certified and they never responded to her. One day uh, she was on a, she was a layover. She was in, in Buenos Aires or something like that. And her son called her and said, hey mom, there's federal agents in the driveway. <laughs> she said, okay. And uh, they, via her lawyer, they went, she said, when I get back, I will turn myself in. She went to court and it, she went to trial. She was facing 20 years in prison. And when it went to the jury, the jury came back with a 100% not guilty. And the reason they came back with not guilty is because the IRS never responded to her to tell her 
what the law is that requires her to file and pay income tax. And the reason they didn't respond to her is why? Because there isn't one. <laughs> there's there's agency law. There's the IRS code that says what? Quote, Americans are expected, expected to file and pay income tax. Um, I do it just because I just don't want any hassles. I have enough hassles in my life and I don't need the IRS, AKA Nazi Gestapo's coming after me. I've had, you know, I mean, I've, I've, I've been in situations in the past where I owe a few bucks and I get a letter. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll give you this, give you that, send you a little, a little back tax. I owe whatever. And had some run-ins with them, but nothing major. Thank God. Um, I don't do, I, when I was in radio full-time, I did my, I did like the long form stuff. I had a lot of write-offs and I wrote off everything, but people in the entertainment industry now are the ones that they really go after because I, I write off everything and I could, it was totally legitimate. It was legal. I write off my cable bill. I'd write off newspaper, magazine subscriptions. And when I went to the movies, I'd write off like the ticket to the movie because I'd go on the air and talk about the movie. So as long as you can, as long as you could justify, justify the write-off as it relates to your line of work. You are, and, and you're, you're quite fastidious about it, and you're careful. You are staying within the bounds of the law. But um, no, paying taxes sucks, and it's it's a pain in the ass. I, I well, the the idea of the flat tax is something that I've floated that I would consider supporting because, you know, every year we have to. Well, we don't do it. We go to our accountants and, you know, you obviously turbo tax and all these people. You go, I just drop them off with this guy up the street and I say, here you go. And I pay him 60 bucks and he, I have him in a week and I just sign the friggin' thing and I mail it and say, here you go, Nazis. You can take my money. And I just, that's just how I approach it. I don't want to deal with them. So anyway. All right. This is Standing Ground. You are listening to Mojo 5 Radio. My email is standingground1776 at gmail.com. That's standingground1776 at gmail.com. Come, feel free to drop me a line at 508-479-9055. That's 508-479-9055. I'm sure you're in the process of doing your taxes last minute, as am I. <laughs> well, as I was. Um, and with that, we'll be back uh, right after the break. line if you want to lose weight go to riduzone.com that's r-i-d-u zone.com riduzone has helped countless people lose weight and they can help you too by boosting your metabolism and making you feel a little bit fuller naturally riduzone.com never forgotten apparel is more than just a premium women's and men's clothing line it's a movement to remind us to wear american made and serve those who serve us our heroes Never Forgotten Apparel gives 20% of their total sales to nonprofits that support homeless veterans and off-duty firefighters, and 50% to individual veterans and firefighters in need nationwide. Check out NeverForgottenApparel.com. Use promo code MATT, M-A-T-T, and get 15% off your purchase. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. 
I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. You know what makes you feel really good about yourself? Doing something good for somebody else. If you'd like to do that today, go to JDRF.org. Join them in the fight against type 1 diabetes. JDRF.org. It's something good you can do for the world. JDRF.org. You're listening to Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy on Mojo 5 Radio. All right, welcome back. To the program, I am Jeremy Leahy. This is Mojo Five O Radio, now an iHeart station. Um, as we now uh, enter into the last segment of this weekend's program, okay. Not not to get into a poor me type thing, but more to share with you. Uh, we'll get off the beaten path of news in this final segment to a couple of things. And that is, I don't know what age group uh, you are, whoever's listening to me right now, but I've noticed that as I get older, there are some things that frustrate me that used to not frustrate me and things, um, did I say that? Yeah. And then there's the converse, the things that would drive me crazy don't drive me crazy anymore. I th- This young woman I work with yesterday, I, I'd come in to work in the afternoon and she was sitting in a chair and she had some downtime and she was reading a book and the book is entitled The Art of Not Giving a Duck and the word is not duck, you know what the word is, uh, but to follow the rules and guidelines of the late and great Doc Thompson, I will not use that word. And I was asking her, I said, oh, is it like that book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff? She says, well, kind of, but it's, I'm going to check it out. When she, maybe I'll just ask her if, she, if, if I can borrow it from her when she's done. But it's one of these books about like, in, in life, how things kind of get to us that shouldn't and how to deal with it. Well, this week, and I hope, This is not about me. I want to connect with you and see where maybe you take on this kind of stuff that, you know, life sucks and things happen and some things that are out of your control. Well, two things. Number one, um, what wouldn't normally bother me that did bother me, and that's this. You ever burn the roof of your mouth? I was, I, I, I microwaved, I nuked a piece of pizza about two weeks ago. And a piece of pepperoni went to the roof of my mouth and gave me a very bad singe. Now, I've done this before, and usually it just goes away in a couple of days. It's not a big deal. But for two weeks, it wouldn't, it would, the, the pain wouldn't go away. I was waking up in the middle of the night. The pain was radiating to the back, 
uh, it was like going into my um into my jaw and my cheek wherever so i figured well i'm waiting my new health insurance doesn't kick in until may so i went by my doctor's office office and i figured no big deal i'll just go in you know a nurse practitioner whatever will take a look at it and just say just to make sure that it's not getting infected or anything like that so i go in i said hey how are you and they know me and they said hi and i i said hey my insurance doesn't cook into me but i'm really uncomfortable and would you mind just taking a look at the roof of my mouth to make sure that that there's something serious and no i i said i beg your pardon she said we can't i said just to take a little light and just look up and take two seconds nope now, I don't want to get into the debate regarding health insurance and all that. I It was always my assumption in life that when you go into a doctor's office and you're unwell, you're not turned away. It's, it's just, it's an ethical thing. It's a moral thing. So I said, okay, fine. So I went down to my dentist, Dr. Novak, who I adore, and my friend Michaela came out who she does my cleanings and my dental doesn't kick into May. And I said to her, um, would you mind? I don't have any insurance. And she said to me, come on back. No problem. She puts me on into the chair and then she takes that light and she goes up and she <laughs> she she looks up in my mouth. I go, D- how, what does it look? She goes, boy, did you do a number? I go, really? She said, yeah, you burned it bad. It is, it's a second degree burn. And what I'm going to do is this. I want you to treat it. I She gave me like these little home remedy, like salt, I'm sorry, like warm water and that kind of thing. And it, it doesn't look like it's getting infected, but I want you to, if it doesn't feel better within a couple of days, come on back and see me and we'll get you one on an antibiotic. No problem without any insurance. Now, the people at the doctor's office are fine people, okay? I'm sure they're very good people, but I think what happened to me was highly unethical. Anyway, that's just my take on it. And (laughs) so anyway, that really pissed me off. Now, the second part of my week, (laughs) as I I was entering into a, a consecutive two days off, which I really cherish, okay? So I went out, when I got out of work, I did all my errands and got everything done. So then the next two days, I could kind of chill. I had everything I needed at home. I had my food. I had everything that I needed and I wouldn't have to worry. So I I get my last errand done. I come out, (laughs) come out of the store. I get into my car. I stick the key in the ignition. I turn the key and... You guessed it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> this, is, this is all I need, right? So I figured to myself, I guess it's it's part of maybe getting older, or it's probably the Xanax. I don't know, probably a little bit of both. I compartmentalize, and I say to myself, well, what can I do? These things happen. So I call AAA and AAA comes and they say, well, the good news is it's not the alternator. Um, That would be very, very pricey. You have an issue with your starter. 
So the car was towed back to my house, and then the next morning I had it towed to my mechanic, and he went up and he took care of it and problem solved. But through that, I just figured, what could I really do? So I went from one thing that really irritated to me to one thing that's actually a lot worse than a car. Because without your car, you can't do anything to being like, uh, what the hell? What are you going to do? Cars, things break. Machinery, man, machine, it breaks and you just deal with it. Anyway, I wanted to share that with you. And I don't know. It's it's also other things. The older I get, uh, I really don't give a crap what people say behind behind my back. I really don't. I used to care. I don't anymore. I've learned to live uh, via the moniker, the maxim of what other people think of you is none of your business. I don't care. I really don't. I like me. Mojo likes me. And I have a lot of listeners that like me. And I'm sure I have some listeners that don't like me. And that's fine, too. And that being said, if you don't like me, you can email me at standingground1776 at gmail.com. Uh, or you can uh, drop me a line at 508 479 9055. That's 508 479 9055. And leave a message and say something like, uh, Hey, idiot, next time you decide to uh, warm up some pizza, uh, let it sit for a little while before you stick it in your mouth, you moron. <clears throat> All right. If you decide to call me, um, I want you to consider switching a cell phone service. I don't know what provider you have now, uh, but I got to tell you what, you got to check out Patriot Mobile, okay? Um, a lot of these big cell phone companies are in the pockets of the left, okay? The far left has crossed the line, uh, silencing conservatives across America, you know, shadow bans on Twitter and Facebook, blocked ads on YouTube, restricted searches on Google, and removing conservative apps from the Apple Store. Uh, these actions are a direct attack on our First Amendment rights, okay? Plain and simple. It's time for conservative America to wake up. You have a choice. You can fight back. With veteran-led Patriot Mobile, America's only conservative cell phone company, every phone call protects your constitutional rights. Every bill fights for your freedom. Get the same reliable nationwide coverage you already have and know your hard-earned money is supporting conservative organizations like the Heritage Foundation, the NRA, and the Alliance for Defending Freedom with plans starting as $25 per month. Why wait, all right? Go to 1-800-APATRIOT, 1-800-APATRIOT, and use the code MOJO50, okay? MOJO50. That promo code will waive your activation fee. Once again, okay, check them out. Go to 1-800-APATRIOT, 1-800-APATRIOT. And don't forget the... Promo code MOJO50, MOJO50, to waive your activation fee. Patriot Mobile, 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Go check them out. All right. It appears that uh, Joe Biden has been behaving himself, uh, and he has not creeped up behind any women and uh, kissed and, and smelled their hair. At least uh, as of this week, we have not heard of any new accusations of Joe the Sniffer, creepy Joe the Sniffer. Gee, your hair smells terrific. Try, <laughs> gee, your hair smells Sorry. terrific. You can, you can, the Internet's great. You can always find something to go with a story. That's what I love doing about this show is I love going out and finding songs and sound effects and old commercials that uh, correlate with what we're talking about as the world turns. All right. So anyway, 
Um, it, it's it appears that the, the 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 Joe Biden thing thus far he is appeared to have been weathering it and he's hanging in there, uh, barring any unforeseen event. I know we talked at the top of the hour about Terry McAuliffe taking a dig at him, but I think that's just a political move because Terry McAuliffe, like Elizabeth Warren, is you know well he's looking to jump in the race. She's already in Pocahontas, but people within his own party are saying, oh geez, you know Joe. Boy, this is this is not good. You know, this is not good for you. But um, I think I'm going back and forth on this. But I think um, Creepy Joe may uh, may may hang in there. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see be, before uh, another woman comes out and said that you know he oh, he smelled great. One of those. Okay, I'm gonna play some audio here. I don't know if you remember a while back, this guy it kind of went viral. Actually, did go viral. He went into a vape store to purchase say uh, some vaping materials and he had a a maga hat on he was a trump supporter and the clerk at the counter went nuts on him and didn't want to serve him because he was a trump supporter okay well, go ahead and fire it and and then I'll weigh in on it afterwards so here we are at exhale vapor city in tucker georgia and i have just been asked to leave the store he greeted me that was nice i did find the item that i wanted and the Sir, next thing he said was that he'd like me to leave if you do not stop recording in my store I'm going to call the police and ask you to leave now. Please call the... That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Can we, right, we can call Fox 5 and all sorts of stuff. I'd like to... I would like I'm to purchase something here. First. Please do call your boss because I will be calling corporate. Go for it. I am looking forward to releasing this video. Because I just want to purchase something... F*** off! Dude, f*** off! Get the f*** off in here! F*** off, man! Is that racist? These anti-Trump... Yeah! Sir. I'm not a racist. I got, I got a f***er in my store. He won't leave. He's wearing some Trump shit. He's wearing some Trump shit. He got some racist bullshit up in his head and shit. I already, I don't f***ing, I'm not serving anyone that has to do with that f***er. I'm, I'm so, treasonous I, I don't have I'm a problem with you, sir. Whatsoever. I don't, I just want good health care for my kids. I don't have a problem with the color of your skin or yours. I'd like to purchase some of this naked vape juice, though, if that would be all right. All right, see, so guys. Okay, leave, here's where we're at. Leave the store. Here's where we're at. Leave the store. Here's leave where, the store. Here's where <laughs> leave the store. <laughs> oh, I don't right. get a get out. Uh, okay, well, you get the idea. <laughs> Go ahead, take another. All right, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. Okay, I never get sick of these anti-Trumpers. Well, that's one thing. The, the guy behind the counter who won't serve him. Um, a, a, that's state law. That is totally legal. Uh, I'm not with the Trump supporter. He's not required to serve him. He can ask him to say he can get out really for any reason. He can't not serve him based on race, color, religion, creed, that kind of thing. But his political beliefs, he can say, yeah, take a hike. There's only three jurisdictions where you can't do that. And there's one in Colorado, Washington, D.C., and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Other than that, it's fair game. But anyway, that being said, the only other issue, it came up this, this week, and I saw it, and I went back out, and I tried to find the video, and I couldn't, and there was some audio, so I apologize for that, was a school teacher, a kid had a uh, something around his neck in, in class. God, you know, students' rights in high schools has gone, goes way back to a case known as Tinker versus Des Moines, but school districts, for the most part, have have ignored the Supreme Court over this stuff for years. But anyway, this kid had like a, he, he had a, they're allowed to wear hats in class, and he had a MAGA hat on um, 
on his head. And the teacher went and she grabbed it and she shoved it down his shirt. Well, let me tell you something right now. If that was my kid and he came home and he told me that teacher did that, I'm on the phone to a lawyer and I'm going to I'm going to sue the living bejesus out of that school district for um, First Amendment, uh, First Amendment infringement. He has a total right to wear that to school. Uh, he was not causing a disruption. Uh, make make America great again. What a what a horrible, horrible thing to say. Has anyone ever said that other than Donald Trump? Make America great again. Hang on a second. I believe that together we can make America great again. I believe that together we can make America great again. I proudly announce my candidacy for President of the United States of America. We will make America great again. I ask you to join with us today to give me your hands and your hearts, to give me your prayers and your help. I believe that together we can make America great again. (laughs) And with your help, your heart, That's your right. devotion, That's and your right. efforts. That's right. We can build a community of hope that will inspire the world. That's right. God bless you, and thank you very much. <laughs> oh, and I can also think of one other very well-known person who also used the same phrase. For those who've abandoned hope, we'll restore hope and we'll welcome them into a great national crusade to make America great again. Other than making America great again, you know what is great? Summer. And it's right around the corner. It's getting, getting very close. Well, what do you need when you go to the beach, when you go to the pond, when you hop the fence and use your neighbor's pool when they're not home? A cooler. A good one. How many coolers have you gone through in your lifetime that fall apart, get old, get rusty, and don't work? Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you get one? that will last you years, if not a lifetime. They're called cat coolers. A cooler so rugged, it changes everything, okay? It keeps ice cold for up to seven days. You heard me right, seven days. Made in the USA, okay? Four different colors, white, black, yellow, and camouflage, okay? Now, what I want you to do is, when you go to catcoolers.com, I want you to put in the promo code Jeremy, your host here, Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y, and get a 10% discount. These things are amazing. Cat coolers, uh, they're basically the Sherman tank of coolers. So go to catcoolers.com, catcoolers.com, and don't forget to put in the promo code Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y, for 10% off your purchase, okay? Catcoolers.com. You will not regret it. And don't forget the promo code Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y, for 10% off. Catcoolers.com. Okay, boy, summer approaching. I can't wait. I don't know about you. We didn't we didn't have a particularly bad winter here. What happens up here where I am in the New England area is that when we think we don't have a bad winter, like we'll get through December and January and we'll say, oh boy, no big storms. All of a sudden in, in March, we get, we get walloped. Uh, we didn't get walloped, but we got a few storms uh, uh, in a row and now I just opened up the mail and I got my plow bill and boy, wow, <laughs> fun. Okay, a few housekeeping things. Um, first of all, I've gotten some very pleasant messages um, on Facebook and emails 
Uh, one of my regular, what we call P1 listeners, regular says Debbie sent me a very nice email. And Deb, if you're listening, thank you very much. I, I really appreciate your kind words. Um, sometimes I get frustrated. Uh, actually, with members of my own family, I'll say, hey, look, my show's a da da And I'll get like, for the 50th time, oh, how do I listen? <laughs> okay, once again. But anyway, to make it easy, as you know, Mojo 50 is now an iHeart station. Now, you can listen to our programs by just going to, you know, just to the Mojo website, and you can just hit the, hit the stream, whatever. But if you have the iHeart app, you put in Mojo Five O, and you'll see the the logo with the blue, and it says Libertarian Talk and Conservative, whatever. And then you just mark it as a favorite, and then you just click that. I I have the iHeart app because I like to listen everything to comedy, to jazz, to classical, to uh, rock and roll, to whatever I want to get, and of course my own network, which I I listen to every day. But it's really quite simple. Um, you the iHeart app is free. And you download it and then just put in your favorites and then you mark your favorites, Mojo Five O. Now, that being said, for those of you who listen to the show, I would appreciate would appreciate it if you would pass the word, okay? Um, Jeremy Lay, Standing Ground on Mojo Five O, Saturday and Sunday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I love saying that. Okay, and also, if you miss my show, uh, immediately after it airs on Saturday evenings, it is sent to Spreaker. Spreaker, just put in Jeremy Leahy Spreaker, and you said, or there's a Spreaker app, and you put in Jeremy Leahy, and it will have all the dates of the shows. I think it goes from, uh, depending on how you download it, the most recent, but you'll see the date. Like, you'll see this one will be uh, 04-13-19, whatever, you'll see the date on it. And then you can listen to it then. And I've gone on. And I noticed that a lot of people seek that option because I know that Saturday and Sunday nights, uh, they may have a lot of other things going on and they don't get to listen to the show live. So anyway, you you, you can go back. The shows are all archived. Um, so that's really the best way to do it. But I get, I got to tell you, I'm just being honest with you. People ask me for the 50th time, how do I listen? I'm like, I've told you 30 times. It's not hard. Um, But most of us now, I mean, even just the young, young generation is all internet, uh, smartphone, app savvy. And they, and they know this stuff. So you can, you can very, very easily listen. And once again, if you miss it, you can go to Spreaker and check it out. Jeremy Leahy, L-E-A-H-Y. All right. All right. Okay. So where are we? This is where we are. Uh, President Trump has a very good approval rating. Uh, He is still battling with Congress over the border wall. But right now, I think as we sit here, he's in a pretty good position for 2020. Now, as I've often quoted, Jack Germont from the Chicago Sun-Times, 24 hours is a lifetime in politics. We don't know what can happen between now and tomorrow. Um, the story can break that can make or break a candidate or could be really bad news for the Trump administration. Of course, every day the media is seeking it out. And if you turn on everything from ABC News to CNN to Clinton News Network and uh, Peter Pan there over at uh, Rachel Maddow at uh, MSNBC, you see it every every day. But despite all that, he's been able to weather it. And he's been able to get through all the hits, the jabs left and right. And, of course, the left went ballistic when the Mueller report came back with nothing and Barr's statement from the Justice Department, of course, that will 
be waiting to see uh, what what's in there, which most likely will be will be nothing. So um, I have to tell you though, as we head in head into the next election, the Democratic field is going to be. I, I mean, I don't know how many it's going to be, but here's the one thing that the Democrats have definitely learned from the last election, and that is what open the playing field because. The biggest mistake they made last time was everybody in there was no one other than Bernie Sanders and Mr. O'Malley that lasted a week was even going to consider challenging um, crooked Hillary, the criminal from Chappaqua. And they the party ended up having buyer's remorse. So the party has learned uh, that they have to be more inclusive. liberals always claim to be but weren't last time when they uh, coronated the queen and put her in her horse and carriage uh, off to the nomination I, I, I remember getting I remember getting a text from a friend of mine or it actually it wasn't a text he posted on Facebook and he put Hillary Clinton amazing it's just been announced she has enough delegates she will get the nomination I go oh well, there's a shocker <laughs> Like it was gonna be anybody else, and of course they they realize that they well they realize now they they have buyer's remorse and maybe if they had considered someone else, there there would have been maybe a plausible chance that uh, Donald Trump would not be in the White House right now. Uh, they screwed up royally, and I love it, but they're being pretty careful this time and approaching it with great circumspect. So we have the ones out there. Joe Biden still is the front appears to be the polls seem to indicate, but then again. You know, I got to be careful. I put my foot in my own mouth when I say that. Polls, polls, polls. Remember last time, all the polls had uh, Hillary Clinton coasting in. Easy. We'll take the Rust Belt. We'll uh, sweep it. It'll be over. It'll be announced by 10 o'clock. And boy, we were in for one hell of a surprise. So interesting to see how this whole thing plays out. However, I want to say this and I want to say it now, well before the election. Whoever gets elected, of course I want Donald Trump to win. I make no secret of it. But if Donald Trump loses, I'll accept it. That's just the way it is. Uh, No, you will not see me throwing bottles. Uh, I will not be uh, calling work and saying, I don't want to come in because Donald Trump won't and I don't want to come to work and I want you, I want to go to the pet store so dogs can hug me. Um, I I would like to see though, I would like to see if Trump loses, have a student go to a professor at 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 a university or a college and say, I'm distraught about Trump's loss and I don't want to take the final exam. I want to make it optional. And then if the professor... Go, if it's the same professor or the same university that allowed it to happen in the last election and the, and the professor says no, sue the school for what? Uh, violation of equal, of equal protection. If it's a state, if it's, if a taxpayer funded school, state college saying, well, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't do that, right? You can't license one side of a debate to fight freestyle by requiring the other to follow the marquee of Queensbury rules, as one justice famously said. So it would be very interesting to have a student to just go just go to a guidance counselor on college and say, Trump lost and I don't want to take the exam. I'm sad. I'm sad that Joe Biden, whoever, I'm saying it's Joe Biden. I'm sad that Joe Biden won the hair sniff for the groper one. I don't want to take 
and and see what happens. They'll say, yeah, tough shit. Uh, get to class or you flunk. But if it, it we'll see it happening. If Trump wins re-election, there will be hot cocoa and hugs, and the colleges and universities will bring the dogs to the campus to comfort the students. <laughs> I love it. When, I love it when the liberals melt down. It's absolutely beautiful. All right, uh, wrapping things up here. Okay, once again, this is Mojo Five O Radio. Uh, until next week, don't forget my email, standingground1776 at gmail.com. That's standingground1776 at gmail.com. Or feel free to drop me a line at 508 479 9055. That's 508 479 9055. Special thanks to uh, Scott McKay, my imaging director in Chicago. Special thanks, of course, to iHeartRadio and Mojo 50 Radio. And thank you all for listening, okay? Feel free to reach out. Always look forward to hearing from you. Uh, Until next week, we will be waiting to see uh, what happens. Most likely within the week, we will see the, the Mueller report. So there will be much to discuss on next week's program, okay? I'm Jeremy Lay. Thank you all for listening. Stay informed. God bless and be safe. Till next time, so long. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.